welcome to another episode of the Author's Lab, and I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, four-time best-selling author of over 31 books, book writing coach and CEO and founder of AGD Publishing Company. Today, we are going to talk about becoming a small business ninja, and I have with me on the line, Sheila Farr. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Allison. Thank you so much for having me today. You are so welcome. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Absolutely. Um, my name is Sheila Farr, and I'm in Biloxi, Mississippi. I have a, a beautiful business here called Gulf Coast Training and Education Services, where we help small businesses and entrepreneurs turn their struggles into stepping stones by just helping them build uh, good business strategies that work for them. Thank you, thank you. So our title um, of the show, or the topic of the show is called Becoming a Small Business Ninja. What is a small business ninja? Ooh, I'm so glad you asked me that. Um, a small business ninja is just a person who slays in business every single day. So there are a few components that make up a, a business ninja, uh, which include integrity, uh, people who are organized. You have to be intentional about the way that you work in your business and innovative. You also have to be somewhat analytical, very responsive, and flexible. And if you can be all of those things in your business every single day, you definitely will slay your work without without a doubt. That is too awesome. So how does a person become a small business ninja? Well, believe it or not, it's really easy. Uh, the only thing that a person would have to do to become a small business ninja is really give it their best every single day without comparing their work to others or, or getting, uh, like I like to say, getting lost in the weeds. As long as they have a strong strategy for establishing their business and maintaining the business and even growing your business. And if you can do this with consistency, that'll definitely help make you a small business ninja. Wow, thank you for sharing that. So what are, um, what are the components of the acronym NINJA for small businesses? Yeah, so whenever we were developing the small business ninja theory to kind of help business owners uh, get ahead in business, um, we determined that there are a couple of things that they really have to do. And so we took those things and we put them in the acronym NINJA. So the first N stands for nurture relationships, which means that you really have to nurture relationships with your customers, with your business associates. And honestly, you have to nurture your yourself, your self-care. Uh, and your self-direction. Uh, so you have to really know who you are and what success looks like to you it, before you can go out and be successful. I think a lot of times people just run out and start a business without giving too much thought to what it really is going to look like in five years. And you know the, the industry uh, standard is that most small businesses fail within three to five years. And I think that's really because we spend a lot of time standing up new things and not quite enough time understanding who we are, how we work, and how we can, can maintain that for the long haul. So the first N stands for nurturing relationships. Uh, the I stands for increased profitability. So you just don't just want to have a plan to make money. You want to have a plan to grow your business and increase your profitability as your business gets older. 
The second N is navigate and strategize. You definitely want to have a plan to, uh, to sustain your business as the market trends change. So you need to not just have a business plan, but also have a contingency plan and know how to navigate and strategize through the, through the business market uh, you know, to be to be ready for times that are kind of unexpected. And you might say, well, how do you prepare for something that you don't know is coming? Uh, well, you do the best you can. So you think about all the things that can go wrong in your business before it goes wrong and make a plan to overcome that. So whenever things happen, that way you don't have to stop and, you know, think about what you have to do at that point. You already have a plan for that. And I think especially in this past year, with all that we've gone through with the pandemic, that's definitely taught us that, you know, you, you definitely do need to stay on your toes in your business and, and find ways that you can, uh, the, the big word for, for 2020 was uh, pivot. So you, do def you definitely need to have a pivot plan is what I like to call it. Uh, the J in Ninja stands for joyously serve. Because especially for small businesses and entrepreneurs, um, you want to do your own thing because you want to enjoy what you do. A lot of times when you're working in corporate jobs, now a lot of people do enjoy corporate jobs, and I'm not saying that that can't happen, uh, but a lot of people are just not cut out to work in a corporate uh, climate or a corporate culture. So you want to always enjoy what you do because if you enjoy what you do, you're going to be the best at it. So you really have to find ways to keep the joy and the happiness in your business and, and the way that you serve other people. That's incredibly important. And then the A stands for assess and adjust regularly. So you have to have some measurable uh, plans and measurable uh, benchmarks in your business. So that way you know, are you being successful or are you not being successful? What works, what doesn't work? And then you have to be willing to adjust. Uh, when things aren't working. You know, I think sometimes we get so tied to something where we want to be something so bad, uh, and when it doesn't happen, you know, we just quit instead of looking at what's working and what's not working and making adjustments to make it better. You know, we just, a lot of times, small business owners will just throw their hands up and quit. But, you know, that's really not the thing to do. You can be successful. And that's one of the things that I love when people come to us you know, they bring the broken parts of their business, and that's what I love. I love it when people bring that to me because I'm like, you know, they're like, I have this, and it's not working, and, you know, I'm just going to quit. And I'm like, well, don't, you know, let's not do that, you know, because we can put these pieces together and make a beautiful mosaic of a business for you, something that will work. So that's what the uh, NINJA stands for, nurture relationships, increase profitability, navigate and strategize, joyously serve, and adjust and uh, assess and adjust regularly. I love it, love it, love it. I am so glad you uh, broke that down. That is really neat. So I have another question for you. What are some of the benefits of becoming a small business ninja? Well, the main benefit is that you have a very successful business. Uh, but aside from that, um, some of the benefits include that you, you have an actual business plan that works. Um, you have measurable performance indicators. So you know whether or not you're making money, being successful, serving the people that you uh, originally set out to serve. Um, you also provide outstanding customer service. And I think a lot of people get bogged down in the busyness of their days and they forget about their business. So becoming a small business ninja helps you really focus on your business and the joy in the way that you serve others 
and it also helps you be consistent in the way that you operate your business. Thank you, thank you. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Tracy Horton. I'm the new host for Take My Life to Ten podcast. I'm excited to provide you with actionable content that is going to transform your life and your career. So buckle up and get ready for the ride every Friday at 7 p.m. Be encouraged, be blessed, and be there. Allison G. Daniels, three-time best-selling author who has written over 31 books. I am a book writing coach and publisher. I am excited today to offer you my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program. Whether you are preparing to write a book, are in mid-process, or have completed your first draft of a full-length book, this workshop is for you. What you would get, you will learn how to draft your outline, brainstorm and organize your ideas, identify your target audience, develop your content, avoid common writing mistakes, and time management. To get started, visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Take advantage of this opportunity before the class is full. This is Allison G. Daniels, and I look forward to working with you. Hello, and welcome back to the Authors Lab podcast. I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, best-selling author, coach, and publisher. Our topic today, Becoming a Small Business Ninja, and I have with me on the line, Sheila Farr. Thank you. (laughs) Should I create a business plan or do I need a business plan? Well, Allison, you know, you and I have spoken about this before. You know my thoughts and feelings on this. Um, You can run a business without a business plan, but I really wouldn't suggest it. And here's why. Your business plan is is your blueprint to success. So I always suggest having one, looking at it regularly, and then adjusting it when necessary. Plus, you know, I'm an HR and compliance person, so I'm going to always tell you to err on the side of doing what's compliant and what's helpful as far as making sure all the boxes are checked in business. So I definitely would suggest having a a business plan. Thank you. And you're right because – you have been working with me on getting everything that I need to get um, together for my business. So I truly appreciate you taking the time to do that. So here's another question for you. Do I need to know my target audience or just test the waters? 
Well, understanding your customers and the population you serve is really important. It's actually an integral part of your business plan. And it's often the reason why you go into business in the first place, because you want to serve somebody. So um, I would suggest, you know, at least knowing a little bit about your target audience. I've seen uh, and heard a lot of people say, you know, you have to make your avatar and down to what kind of cereal they eat. Um, and, you know, some people may need to do that. Others may not need to get that uh, that detail oriented on it. But I definitely think you need to understand who your target market is and uh, how you can serve them. Yes. Okay, that, that sounds good. So do you need to get business insurance for a small business if you're getting ready to start your ninja business? <laughs> Well, again, you know I'm an HR and compliance specialist, so I'll always say yes to this question. Uh, but different states have different requirements for this, so it's really important to know exactly what you need. Sometimes people overinsure, sometimes people underinsure, uh, but generally I would recommend, you know, having some sort of insurance. If you contact your state, they can let you know what they suggest you have. But it's really safe to do that because it protects your customers, it protects your inventory if you're a brick-and-mortar business, uh, and it protects you as well. So I definitely would suggest it. So what do you see most small businesses struggle with? Um, well, most of the ones that I see struggling are just struggling with maintaining financial success in their business. And honestly, 99% of the time, it's simply because they really don't have a plan or a business strategy. So there are oftentimes a lot of commonalities uh, between the businesses that I work with. So if you go into business to make money, you need to determine how much money you need to make as well as determine how much growth you'll need to, to do in order to sustain your business. And if you haven't planned for this, you'll most likely struggle and be out of business way before the general statistic of that three to five years. So honestly, just maintaining a business plan and understanding uh, financial growth are probably uh, the two most common things that we see. And so I, I love what you said about adjust regularly. And I say that because sometimes we think we put together our business plan and we just put it to the side, but actually, we should be doing what you're saying is, you know, kind of going over it regularly to see what's working and what's not working. Um, do you agree with that? I do. You know, I'm a, I'm a big believer of looking at things on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, quarterly and annually, uh, and then determining, you know, how did you do? Give yourself a report card at the end of every year and, and look at the things that went well for you. Look at the places that you struggled. Uh, that'll show you where you need to make those adjustments so you can just continue. As long as you're looking at things regularly, um, you know, it's going to help you better maintain and better control your business. But if you don't look at it and then at the end of the month you get to balancing your books and you realize you have no money uh, and you're surprised by that, you know, if, had you been looking at that all month long, you would know that. So you can make adjustments as you go as opposed to trying uh, to put Band-Aids on a sinking ship at, at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter. That is so good. I'm sitting here trying to write things down. <laughs> so what are some of the strategies for growing a business, and will these work for any type of business? Um, honestly, I like to take the NINJA acronym and kind of apply it to every business because I do think that it, it will work for 
it works for any type of business I've worked with, and I've worked from everyone from insurance companies to medical offices to authors to uh, nonprofit organizations. But really, if you if you do nurture those relationships, if you're taking good care of yourself, keeping yourself healthy, because if you are if you're a business owner. Uh, your business doesn't happen some days if, if you're not feeling well. So you need to be sure that you take good care of yourself, take good care of your customers, because that's building your reputation, right? So the only way to stay in business is to be sure that you're you're of high integrity and, and, and you're doing the right things as far as your customers are concerned. And the same with your business associates. Um, another thing is just to increase that profitability, just knowing where your business is financially and having a plan for your different revenue streams and growth of those revenue streams. Um, and sometimes things don't work and you have to either drop things, pick things up and try things. And that's perfectly fine. But, you know, as long as you have um, measurable uh, performance indicators set into your business plan, it's super easy to do. And then navigating and strategizing, making that plan, including that contingency plan that we talked about, and actually work your plan. A lot of times people will have that plan stick it in a drawer and they don't see it ever again. But, you know, then, like I said, that's your blueprint. So if you're not looking at the blueprint, how do you know what's next? How do you know what to do? So uh, being strategic about the way that you navigate your business plan, checking your key performance indicators on a regular basis, and really assess what's working and what's not working. And again, joyously serving. I can't say enough about that. Uh, if it's not fun and if you don't enjoy doing it, you're not going to do it. You're going to avoid it. And there's going to be things that you start to avoid in your business if you don't love what you do. So you really want to you want to have a passion for what you do. You want to have a talent for what you do. And you want to be able to go in there and serve people with, a, honestly, a joyful heart, I think, every single day. And then, like we've already talked about, just assess your business and make adjustments on a regular basis. Um, and it might mean adding or subtracting from the staff or adjusting your spending or adding more products. But if you don't have a plan and you're not measuring those key performance indicators, you're not going to know what to do. So those are some of the ways that I think you can, can best grow a business. So honestly, if you think of it like a garden, it's just tending your garden. You know, you got to make sure that you're, you're, you're uh, hoeing up the sand, that you're turning that, that dirt over every now and again, that you're watching things grow, that you're watering, you're nurturing what you've got, the seeds that you've sown, uh, you know, because the harvest doesn't come overnight. It does take time, and that's true in business as well. Yes, and I was also thinking about something else, too. The more you um, pay attention to your business plan and make the adjustments, you will be able to see what's working and what's not working. So your business plan does make a difference in growing your business. Do you agree to that? I, re I, I do agree with that. And honestly, when we talk, of, when I came up with the idea about being a business ninja, it's, it's honestly, it's very simple. Uh, it's very simple to do the right thing. People just fail to do the right thing uh, just because they get busy. Like I said, they get sidetracked, but you have to have a plan. You have to have a schedule and sticking with it, just being consistent. Honestly, being consistent is one of the biggest things uh, that can definitely help grow your business, help sustain your business, and then, you know, help build your reputation as somebody who's, you know, who's uh, kind of a business ninja, right? <laughs> So what advice would you give 
for someone who's just starting out in business or for someone who started, but they are still struggling a bit? Um, I think the first thing I'd say is start with a good plan. And if you're the person who's struggling in the business, pull out your business plan and uh, develop a strong network of supporters and follow your intuition. You know, look at that plan. Uh, what's working, what's not, uh, who's supporting you, who's not, what help do you need in order to make things work? And then a lot of times, if you know something's not right or you shouldn't do something, I think uh, overspending is what I see a lot. So I would say uh, just follow your intuition. If you know that you don't have the money to spend on a product or a service, don't do it. Um, you know, don't, don't put stress unnecessarily on yourself in business uh, because you're trying to keep up with other people. So really start with a good plan, stay focused on what you're doing, build a strong network of supporters and people who are mentors uh, who can give you some good, solid business advice and, uh, and just follow your intuition. Yes, yes. So if a person would like to get in touch with you, what information would you like to leave with our listening audience? Um, well, they can visit us at our website. That's usually the easiest way to catch me. Uh, and the website is www.gulfcoasttraining.org. So that's www.gulfcoasttraining.org. Thank you so much for um, sharing this information and for being a guest on the show. Thank you for having me. I've, I've enjoyed spending time with you today. You are so welcome. Thank you for joining another episode of the Author's Lab. If you would like to learn more about my 30-day write-to-finish book writing program, please visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. That's www.agdpublishing.com. <music>